Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of the Woke Bros. Of course, I'm your co-host, Big Waz, a.k.a. Wazley Lambray, and I'm joined, as always, by my brother on the west side of Los Angeles, Nando Vila. What's going on, man? How's it going, man? Fucking getting ready for Thanksgiving. Are you going nice. anywhere? No, I'm going to be here in L.A. Uh, nice. Got a Friendsgiving on Sunday. Fuck yeah. Uh, so looking forward to that, and then I'm going to do Thanksgiving with a couple with my buddy and his wife, who are, you know, they're East Coasters, but they're staying in L.A. Nice. I got a cousin who lives in San Diego who's going to drive up to hang out with us. So, you know, going to do that. Are you going to Miami? No, I'm going to I'm going to Europe. Uh, mm. In Europe. Oh, fancy pants. Yeah. <laughs> going to be getting into lots of trouble over there, I, right. I hope. Hell yeah, always. <laughs> so on today's show, man, not, not a crazy amount of news outside of Obviously, what's happening abroad in the Middle East with the atrocities being committed by the Israeli army um, in their retaliation against Hamas and the Palestinian people. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I think just monitoring this UAW stuff, I think, is pretty interesting. Uh, Jacobin, Jacobin's coverage has been incredible. Just want to talk about a couple of things um, on that side. But... <laughs> But first, man, um, this spat between this congressman. What's his first name? His last name is Mullen. What's his first name? Excuse me, Senator. Mark Wayne. Not, Mark Wayne. Yeah, he's Mark a senator. Mark Wayne Mullen. Yeah, but from not what two state words, is he Mark, from? From Oklahoma, but it's not. It's Mark Wayne, not two words. It's one word. So it's him and – no, okay, I'm, I'm an idiot. Elizabeth yeah. Warren is from Oklahoma, but she's a Massachusetts senator. I'm like, yes. wait, hold on. Yes. This is like, yes. um, yeah, yeah. So this because guy is Mark Wayne of- Mullen is the second member of the Cher- the second citizen of the Cherokee Nation to be elected to the Senate. The first being Elizabeth Warren, right? <laughs> uh, oh God, uh, yes. that's uh, that's a fact. Yes, I'm not looking that up. I'm not looking it up. That's a fact. Uh, <laughs> She lied about being Indian. That is crazy. You that remember, is still... Do you remember oh the uh, goodness, the video bro. of Trump with the with like the two hundred year old Native Americans who were the wind talkers in World War II? There were World War II vets. Um, remember that movie, The Wind Talkers? They were like these Native Americans that they used like their native language to do codes in World War II. I did, I'm not like familiar Nazi. with this. No, whatever. It's like a, based on a true story, and some of those guys are still alive, or at least were mm-hmm. when Trump was president, and they looked wow. fucking old as shit because you can imagine they're World War II veterans, right? And they're doing some sort of ceremony at the White House. Uh, I'll find the video and we can splice it in later. But they're yeah. doing some sort of ceremony at the White House, and Trump is like, you know, you, you, you're very beautiful people. We love you. Uh, you know, and you were here first. You were here first. <laughs> 
along with uh, another senator they call Pocahontas. (laughs) (laughs) You and Senator Pocahontas are the First Nations, are part of the First Nations of this land. Uh, There's no doubt about it. And so... Sean O'Brien of the Teamsters. Obviously, we covered the Teamsters and the UPS's land break, um, landmark contract. Just an incredible win for obviously the Teamsters, but workers everywhere. Um, they were up at Capitol Hill under what auspices? Like, what was the point of this guy being up there? So it was a, a hearing uh, on on. It was a hearing on the kind of like some sort of labor committee that Bernie is the chair of. Um, and it basically was meant to discuss, uh, you know, the latest events with the UAW and the Teamsters, you know, like and Bernie was trying to like bring them on to, to the Senate to to have them talk about their strike actions and their negotiations and to show how you know organized labor really delivers the goods. So they were, you know, they were there at some at some hearing, you know, and it was called like the, I think it was called like the help committee. And it was like one of those acronyms. Um, I'll look it up now, but uh, um, yeah, it was just like a, a, one of these kind of many hearings that happens in, in the Senate at any given moment. Um, and this one, it says Bernie trying to get those guys in the Senate floor, just trying to get them FaceTime with senators to talk about what it is they've been up to. Yeah. And so, again, this is just like, all right, you know, you guys did this great thing for American workers. Let's get you up there. But John Wayne Mullen had other ideas um, (laughs) as he's on this panel. And Jerv, if you could, because he, so we want to show you what he did on this panel if you haven't already seen it. But just know that the guy went on a fucking victory tour afterwards. So please cue that up for us, Jerv. Senator, I got to be honest. I don't think this is going to hurt you with the people of Oklahoma. I think popularity probably will go up uh, tenfold as a result of that. He called you out. You called him out for calling you out. And that's kind of old school the way it used to be, isn't it? Right. Yeah, it is. And in Oklahoma, I mean, people tell me, I've had media come out to me and says, this isn't coming of a senator. I was like, listen, I'm a guy from Oklahoma first. In Oklahoma, you don't do this. Maybe you run your mouth in New Jersey. I don't know. I'm not I'm not from New Jersey, but this is some thug. That's a mob boss. And you're supposed to be intimidating because he's the boss of the Teamsters. But And he's got away with this. He's got suspended by his own by his own uh, Teamsters before for intimidation. He's been in trouble multiple times. He, he's, he In 2022, he said he wanted to bring a mob mentality back to the Teamsters. It, maybe that's true, but you still aren't going to run your mouth at me and expect me to just sit there. And and you, you should have seen the fear of his eyes when I stood up, too. I'm not joking. <laughs> I, I'm not looking for a fight. I used to get paid to fight professionally. Uh, this, I, I'm not really looking for it, but I'm sure not going to sit back and let somebody do that and not call him out on it. Well, let me tell you, uh, you know, I love these people on, on social media. I call them the keyboard warriors, usually that's in right. their basement you know, basement bunkers, you know, in their underwear and they're all tough on, on, you know, social media. Uh, then you call yeah. them out on it. They're not so tough. You know, it is right. interesting though. When you think of the left today, you know, if, if you use the wrong pronoun in school, boy, the left will lo- absolutely lose it. <laughs> Hold on, right. Jervs. Jerv, please, up, it was please, a little please, bit of a different please, um, time. Pause well, this. Me and my friends, when we played. Cause I found the, I found the, the original, um, <laughs> I found the original 
uh, actual footage of this guy. <laughs> I love how he's just like, wait, wait, I love how he's just talking about Sean O'Brien. He's like, oh, he's just a mob boss, you know, like as if he's yeah, fucking, just... you know, like Jimmy Hoffa in the Irishman, you know, like whacking people and shit. Like, come on. You know? He's he's bringing he's bringing that mentality here. Yeah. Hold on. I think, hold on. I don't know why it's not popping up. I don't know if you. There you go. Hold up. Let me. Because you guys get from statistics. All right. Now let's talk about Mr. O'Brien himself, his behavior. As everybody knows, and it's here in the last time, him and I kind of had a back and forth. Uh, appreciate your demeanor today. It's quite different. But after you left here, you got pretty excited about the keyboard. In fact, you <laughs> tweeted at me one, two, three, four five times and let me read what the last one said um said greedy ceo who pretends like he's self-made sir i wish he was in the truck with me when i was building my plumbing company myself and my wife was running the office because i sure remember working pretty hard and long hours pretends like he's self-made what a clown <laughs> always has been always will be Quit the cuff guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Oh, 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 first of all, Dando, I love the idea of this Northeastern cat calling an Oklahoma a cowboy. Yokel. Yeah, like a fucking country yokel. <laughs> this fucking Okie. Click your heels, Okie. Yeah. We got time for your bitch ass today. This is uh, kind of old school. I like I like this like white on white crime between like a fucking, you know, Mick from, from the Northeast yes. and some fucking like, you know, Hayseed from Oklahoma. Like, I love it. And he's know? from New England, I believe. Uh, which, by the Sean way, like, Yeah, I think he's from Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Those dudes fight. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I went to school. I went to school in Boston. I had a couple moments there where I was like, "Oh, this shit could could fucking turn turn ugly." Yeah, yeah. And so Senator Mullen, he you can tell he's getting really riled up now. The cowboy part, he yeah. could tell that like this city slicker was like trying to get in his ass. And we continue on. Sir, this is a time. This is a place. If you want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your All solutionary right. problem? No, no, sit down. No, you're a clown. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit Actively. down. Oh, okay. okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Hold Shim. it. Hold it. If hold we on. can, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing. And God knows the American people have enough of contempt for Congress. Let's not I don't make like it worse. Thugs and you, you have, and you have I don't like you because you just described yourself. Uh, hold it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, just stay. And let's do this because I did challenge you and I accepted your challenge. And you went quiet. No, I didn't go quiet. I was. No, I was no, no, you no, challenged no. me to a cage match, no, no, acting no. like a twelve-year-old schoolyard bully. Excuse me. Hold it. No, excuse me. I, I will say. I will say Mr. exactly. Senator Mullen, I have the mic. You have questions on any economic issues, anything that's like, go for it. We're not here to talk about physical abuse. You brought. We're not talking about. Of course, and, I and let me tell you, let me show you his hearing because I want to. I want to expose this thug 
to who he is. <laughs> You're not pointing me. That's disrespectful. Oh, man. It's just too good. It's so good. So, so, so good. the thing is, like, this guy, Mark Quain, Mark Quain with one word, uh, went on Hannity, and he made it seem like O'Brien was just, like, talking shit right to his face, and, like, you, you know, he had no choice but to stand up. But this guy, like, went out of his way to print out some fucking tweets. Yeah. Read them out loud and then challenge him. It was like, you know, like O'Brien's tweets. I mean, I don't know. I guess you can construe it as a challenge to fight, but I think he was just more like, more like, we should just like meet and talk it out like face to face, like instead of just, I don't know. Like, um, and, and I think he was a little surprised, O'Brien, when he was like, oh, you mean like, he was like, he's like, this is a time and place. Like, we can do it right now. He's like, yeah, sure, let's do it right now. I don't think he meant like, real, like you don't want to yeah. discuss why. What what I do is worthwhile, and people like you are are you know dick sucking assholes. Like yeah. it, it's it's, <laughs> but clearly this Mullen dude, you know he's got his MMA certificate. He's been in an official cage match fight. Yeah. He clearly wants to demonstrate like I fight, I can fight, yeah. I can beat yeah, this dude yeah, yeah. up. And and his pointing this is he's basically cutting a wrestling promo. For those of you at home who used to watch WWE, WCW, ECW, but we continue on. All right. I don't care about respecting you at all. I, respect I don't respect you I respect. at all. So all right, hold let me, it. Let me, let hold me. it. No. You don't want to be the most hold elite it, people. Please. Act it. Please. All right. This is a, excuse me. Mm -hmm. This <laughs> is a hearing to discuss economic issues. All right. If you have questions, for Mr. O'Brien or anybody else on what he has said, go for it. I mean, but we're not here to talk about fights or I'm, anything else. I'm quoting exactly what he said. You can and say what is, you want. This is this is your this is your witness this you is brought. My and witness. let me I'm I'm exposing him. You can ex as talk anything. him. So in no 2013, nope. in 2013, O'Brien was suspended by the Teamsters for intimidating your own members. In 2014, uh, you were. Um, part of what would you say organizing the harassment and intimidation of the top shelf crew chef not chef. Uh, oh top oh top, <laughs> top chef okay and then uh and i think in the reports they said sexual racist and homophobic slurs and death threats 14 tires were sliced and five teamsters were arrested and you said well i had nothing to do with it but however in that same statement you said but if i get called to testify i'll plead the fifth this is this is what this is a witness you brought in here in 2017, you were removed as lead negotiator by then President Hoffa for UPS for your actions. And then in 22, when this guy was elected, what he said after he got elected was he wanted to bring the mob mentality back to the Teamsters. This is your guy. And you're obviously going to give him a he, chance to respond can, to your oh, questions. Absolutely, because absolutely, this is my question. Because you called me out. I didn't call you out. Did. You said anytime, any place. That's, that's that, that. Let's get the record okay. straight. Miss, hold it. No. Hold on. Miss Senator Mullen, do you have a question for the witness? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's hear it. So, anytime, any place. No, that's April, not. April is a charity event. No, that's not. He wants to fight this guy for charity. He is here to cut. No. And what the questions can or cannot be asked. No, you're not going to. We're not going to be talking about physical confrontation. Oh, this is about charity for a union charity because this is firefighters. You have a question on his April. Grow up, please. You have a question on his. Let's not be. You said it. You're an embarrassment. You said it. I'm just simply answering it. You hold it. Hold it. Senator Mullen, you made some charges. 
charges. Mr. Mr. O'Brien, do you want to respond to yeah, the question? Yeah, go ahead, questions? please. Yeah, I mean, look, the reality of it is, you Except know, my challenge Mr. Mr. Mullen, tough guy. Answer, yeah. hold it. Answer the questions. All right, you all want, if I, he, he made a lot of statements, right? And his statements are fiction at best. Fiction, I read them. Could he? Where, 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 what? <laughs> oh, the question, I can't understand. The, the UPS guy in the back is killing me. What was your question, actually? Well, you said I made a lot of statements. No, but what's your question? I don't understand your question. Could you repeat it? You said anytime, any place. What's your question? Accept the challenge. What challenge? You said anytime, any place. I'm accepting yours, so why don't you come What back? challenge? What challenge are you talking April about? April 30th. How about we do it for a charity at the Smoking Guns in Tulsa, Oklahoma? We're, we're not going to be talking about challenge? physical confrontations here. You want to fight me? What do you say by anytime, any place? Let's have coffee. Discuss our differences. Oh, oh that's uh, Yeah, that's right. Exactly. All right, well, let's, <laughs> let's do it. Right, I love but the, it's funny how you're back. Okay. Well, I don't back on anything. You did. You're <laughs> the one. You're a 100. Senator. Uh, should be the most influential people in this country. Making changes. You're focused on. Okay. You're focused on debate that's not even relevant. You're an embarrassment. You're an embarrassment. An embarrassment to the state of This hearing edition of the working class in America. That's why we're You're the biggest thug here. You brought him here. You're the biggest thug. Even your colleagues call you. Why you do what you're doing, Senator Hassan? Thank you very much. Dude, this is like. Oh my God! This is the U.S. Senate, y'all. I, you know, I never really thought about oh the goodness. potential of an MMA fighter making it to the U.S. Senate, but I, and I didn't even know that this guy—I had never heard of this guy yeah, before same. this thing. Uh, so I guess he's doing a good job in making himself known. But you know, he is an MMA fighter, and it's like yes. his top issue is like MMA issues. <laughs> I was just reading on his Wikipedia. Uh, like in, under the political positions uh, section, the first one that comes up is regulation of mixed martial arts. Mullen wants to extend federal boxing regulations to the practices of mixed martial arts businesses, such as Ultimate Fighting Championship. His 2016 proposed legislation would have forced the UFC to share financial information with fighters and create an independent ranking system. So, uh, yeah, that's like his. That's what he. That's what he's in the Senate for is to regulate. <laughs> this is nuts. This is nuts, dude. How many yeah. MMA guys probably exist in the country? Like ten thousand, maybe. Like, Tops. dudes who are yeah. like really pursuing this professionally, like in a country of three hundred thirty million. This is what this guy is up there to do. I just had to play that because this guy really got up, fixed his ring. Like he was really like, Yo, yeah, I will he, fight yeah. you. Yeah. Um. On the Senate floor, like on the floor of this hearing, and you know Sean O'Brien is is like this is this is clownish behavior, but just completely hilarious, dude. Yeah, man. I mean, it's again like it's 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 just goes to show. I mean, just how shambolic the American political system has become. I mean, I guess you could argue, you know, yes, I know before you tweet at me, Thaddeus Stevens was beaten on the Senate yes, floor. Yeah, uh, yeah, we get you it. Know, Who cares? Uh, yeah, we get it. We get it. Who cares? You know, <laughs> there weren't cameras back then, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's just, it, but it is, it is cool. I think in a way to see the fact that we have these two labor leaders now who aren't just part of the system. You know, like they're not just like mm -hmm. cogs in the machine the way labor leaders have been for decades. Like between Sean Fain, the UAW head, and Sean O'Brien, <clears> um, the uh, the Teamsters head, 
Um, they, they actually are guys who are down not to fight physically, but to literally right. fight for for their union um, in a way that just it hasn't happened in American politics in a long time. Um, when's the last time you saw a union leader make waves in anything? You know, they just their their mandate was always to just like keep quiet, keep their head down, make a deal and move on. You know, and like these guys aren't going to do that. They're going to they're going to ruffle some feathers and they're going to you know, they're going to they're going to incur the wrath of the political class because there's nothing that a political class that is captured by capital and both parties are 100 percent captured by capital. There's nothing that really um, throws them off more than a powerful labor leader. So, I mean, it's just hilarious. They, they don't know how to deal with it um, either. And so like, they're just resorting to the old tricks that they that used to work like 50 years ago. Um, you know, accusing them of being ties to the mafia. Like, does the mafia even exist anymore? Like, in what universe? Like, does the does like in New York is the mafia still like an actual thing? I mean, I'm sure it's they a still thing, exist. but it's it's not. It's they're they're not you know making like all this money things. from yeah. all kinds every single freaking union shop in the city. They're not siphoning off of funds from like literally every union. <laughs> you know, the electricians union, the freaking carpenters union, like every union these guys were had their hands in their pockets and they could price fix and they could do all kinds of crazy shit and money schemes. Like it's not like that anymore. They're not as yeah. as prevalent as they used to be. But, you know, it, it, it's just hilarious to even invoke that as like this old time. You're like, oh, these union guys, they're mobbed up. Hey, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're pretty corrupt. Hey, <laughs> like it's it's such a passe way. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Of describing it, but, you know, again, we keep talking about this labor activity because they're the only ones moving the needle at all for American workers at the moment, which yeah. brings us to the UAW. And they're going to try to unionize Tesla. Uh, obviously, if you have a car, if you've been in the market for a car, you realize that the future is electric vehicles. And many of the all-electric vehicle companies that have just um, popped up in the U.S., Tesla being number one, are non-unionized shops. Um, and obviously, the UAW understands that in order for survival and to grow in influence, they need to unionize these electric car companies. Um, they've, they've taken strides uh, with the big three to, be, to unionize the, the next fleet of electric cars. Uh, which was obviously a big-ass deal because, again, the future is electric. Um, but Tesla is a whole different um, ball of wax. And I want to read something from Jacobin, this according to a source with Bloomberg who's familiar with the efforts um, of UAW to penetrate Tesla, specifically here in California where they have their biggest uh, car plant. The UAW has committed to providing whatever resources are necessary for the campaign. That campaign will be a war with Musk likely playing a role similar to that of Howard Schultz at Starbucks, 
Both corporate leaders remain closely involved with the companies they founded, and Musk is more openly antagonistic to worker organizing than even Schultz was before his employees began their organizing drive. He also has a higher tolerance for bad press. Last year, Musk tweeted, a union is just another corporation, um, and he fired dozens of workers at Tesla facility in New York the day the news broke of their organizing drive with Workers United, which represents Starbucks workers. So, you know, like, this is a big deal, man. And again, this is where the next fight is. And part of why they could get all of these concessions, guys, is because they had all three plant, all three, all three automakers had unionized shops, meaning they could exert pressure on any any individual one if somebody tried to act, you know, out of step. And so, and again, once they got a win for one plant, the other company had to hurry up and get on board because they were getting beat to the punch when work started at these other companies, right? And so the same truth holds for um, these electric car companies. Like, it's only going to make the union stronger. But, man, uh, obviously we see how hard Jeff Bezos has been fighting with, with what they've been trying to put together at Amazon. Um, we know Elon is going to go just as fucking hard. Yeah. No, and, and listen, the Tesla and Amazon probably are the two golden goose companies in terms of unionization efforts. Um, they are right at the heart of the future of the American economy and the current state of the American economy. Like the Starbucks labor campaign was amazing and super inspiring, but like at the end of the day, it's just, just there's just coffee shops, you know? Um, yeah. The manufacturing of electric vehicles, of which Tesla is still the leader, um, is the future of manufacturing in America and the world. Um, and obviously Amazon is kind of the defining corporation of Period. our current existence it's just like it's yep. the, it's touch points in all our lives are are almost impossible to fathom just i mean the amount of packages we ship every single day uh from amazon the amount of the amount of retail that that passes through amazon the uh, amount of like the, the amount of our internet that exists on amazon web servers um like amazon is really kind of the 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 one corporation undergirding the American economy and for that to be unionized would be an absolute game changer. And, and as you said, Tesla is the future of auto manufacturing transportation um, in, in many ways. And, and, and if that shop gets unionized, well, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a whole nother ball game. Yeah. And part of the pressure that the teamsters could exert against UPS is just how much of the economy flows through that damn company. Right. And so the idea that there would be a work stoppage at such an integral part of the logistical movement of our economy is a big deal. Like that's big pressure to for the bosses to cater to their demands. That's like just think about Amazon and what that would mean for their workers to be able to sh have the power to shut down the economy if they don't get fair wages and conditions at their place of employment. Like it would mean everything for that to happen. So yeah, man, that's just the kind of thing we want to keep you guys abreast of. But um, last thing before we get you out of here, Nando, um, you hit me up about a TV show that you're really, really excited about. I saw the commercials 
And I was like, hmm, I wonder what they're trying to do with this show. Like, the, the previews don't really give you a good indication no. of the sort of tone or the direction of the show. Um, but please, please, talk up the show so that people can start watching this thing. Show is called The Curse. You can find it on Showtime, Paramount Plus. Um, it's Nathan Fielder's new show, and it's his first fully scripted show. You know, Nathan Fielder, mm. famous for Nathan for You, um, and the rehearsal. Both kind of, I would, I would consider groundbreaking shows in each, each in their own right. You know, both incredibly innovative, hilarious, brilliant in many ways. Um, Nathan Fielder, just one of our, like mo the modern era's true creative and comedic geniuses. My man, um, my man, Andy Greenwald's doppelganger. That's right. <laughs> He's talked yeah. about being stopped in, in like Silver Lake and shit and people thinking oh my God. <laughs> that that that's gotta be, that's gotta make him <laughs> super annoyed. Oh my God, bro. Yeah. Terrible. Um, uh, and so his new show is a fully fictionalized show um, in which he and Emma Stone play a recently married couple who have, <laughs> have been, have been given a pilot to film uh, an HGTV type show or literally mm -hmm. an HGTV show called flipanthropy <laughs> where they flip houses for charity like for like to do to like for good you know like in the community um and they're in this fictional uh southwestern community kind of outside of santa fe new mexico called espanola that's like impoverished and you know like a lot of like poor mexicans and a lot of you know uh poor like somali immigrants and shit like that you know that's like a very downtrodden place and so they come in there and they're these kind of good liberals who are going to help the community by um you know re redecorating their house and getting them jobs at local businesses that they encourage to you know that they give like subsidies to and shit like that um and so like they're these kind of do-gooder liberals and that what i think is just so brilliant about the satire of it and so precise about the satire of it um is that it shows how the ideology of liberalism um which purports to um at least modern day liberalism, this wasn't so much the case back in the day, but certainly modern day liberalism thinks that there are solutions to society's problems, namely poverty um, and, you know, lack of access to education and things like that, mm -hmm. that can be achieved through by never challenging the power, the entrenched power of the ruling class, right? That it's just like there is some sort of solution in which and Nathan Fielder says it's like two or three times in the pilot where he's like, everybody wins. Like, <laughs> you guys get a job and a new house. I make money off my HGTV show. And this other business like also makes money, you know. Uh -huh. and, and uh -huh. So like that's his whole thing is like everybody wins, you know, uh -huh. like. In the pilot, like, and I won't spoil it, but like, they just keep fucking everything up. Like, they just like, you know, they're totally like, just from even on the surface level, they're totally paternalistic and cringe, you know. But on a fundamental level, like, they're actually gentrifying the community and you know all that shit. And like, <laughs> at one they're point, they get asked worse. They're making things worse. Yeah, they're making things worse. And they and they do it in kind of all all manner of hilarious ways. Um, and they even get asked about like whether they're gentrifiers by a local news crew. And Nathan Fielder has a hilarious line where he goes like, "Well, I, let me tell you that I take we take the G word very seriously." Like, it's just like, it's just like <laughs> perfect. That that that's perfect that's thing. them to a T. So um, so yeah, go go check out the curse. Obviously, that yeah. speaks to our sensibilities. Um, you know, oftentimes we find ourselves, and I think people, it's like a common like sort of refrain, like. Man, you guys are hard on, harder on the liberals than conservatives. It's just like, 
What is there to say about a right winger? It's just all so obvious and on the page. Like, there's nothing to say. There's no commentary to add. Uh, Libs just continue to just crack us the fuck up, man. I swear yeah, to God. so much more fun to make fun of. I mean, the Republicans, I mean, the, the right wingers, like, it's so fucking easy. Like, it's just like, what is there to say? They're just, they're monsters. I get it, you know? Like, yes. there's no analysis yes. there. There's no interesting insight to be done. Like, they're just so plain plainly like they made a creationism museum in kansas in which there's a statue of jesus riding a dinosaur how like what am i supposed to like it's right there for you i don't need to tell you why that's ridiculous okay um anyway go check out the curse on paramount plus and showtime um make sure you're catching up stay staying in tune with the uaw and all their movements up at jacobin.com shout out to my man boshkar Uh, Yeah, man, we will see you guys next week. Peace out. Later.